On this episode of Rogue Creators, we are doing one of our favorite episodes. Our In the Know episode. Yes, absolutely. Everything that you need to know, all the trends, everything that's happening right now that you can implement. Implement, yeah. Right now. All right, let's get to it. Three, two, one, zero. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Welcome back to Rogue Creators, presented by Go RogueX. My name is Brian Fitton. And I'm Lauren Lewis. And this is the podcast dedicated to marketers and creators who are wanting to serve first and stand out from the crowd. Make sure that you subscribe every single week, YouTube, as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, to get all of the tools and resources you need to be the go-to name in your industry. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Rogue Creators. My name is Brian Fitton. I'm here with my awesome co-host, Lauren Lewis. Hey. Hey, Lauren. Guess what? What? This is our favorite show because it's in the know, it right? It is in the know. And it's for May. It's gonna be May. You know, I, I couldn't help it. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Jacob. I'm so sorry. Um <laughs> Do you, do you get the reference? I mean, do I get the reference? I mean, I'm just I'm young, but like, it's not dead. <laughs> not dead. I'm not Gen Z. I mean, big shout out to JT right there. Um, all right. So this episode is going to be awesome because we are diving into all, all the things that are trending this month when it comes to social media, video, podcasting, all of those, all of our pillars that we dive into. So that way, you know, what's happening this month. So Lauren, before we get into all that, we like to have a little fun. We do. More than just in sync fun, right? Yes. <laughs> what is that? Um, each week we like to start off our episodes with, what are you obsessed with this week? So Brian, what are you obsessed with this week? We're going to spend like very little time on mine because it's super boring. Okay, cool. Okay. I'm not a guy that plays video games too much, right? I like okay. to, you know, your husband, he, he mm-hmm. like dominates in yes. Call of Duty. I am not that guy. And so, uh, but I do get to play some video games at some point. So anyway, long story, <laughs> Just Cause 4 is a, it's a video game and it's a shoot them, blow them up. It's like a, kind of an easy, just if you just want to blow up a bunch of things. It's not like really lame. It's pretty lame. Okay. It's like, <laughs> you get to fly helicopters and planes. I don't and, think that's something to be proud of. But <laughs> I've been obsessed with it because I've literally like almost beat the game. They have like, and they keep adding more and more missions. Like you have a wingsuit, you got to fly through things and you got to like race cars and do all Sounds this. so old. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. All right. That's what I've been obsessed with. Yours better be really, it's not. really good. <laughs> okay. What are you obsessed it with, It is Lauren? on theme, though, because later in this episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about Spotify. Um, <laughs> so it is not that I'm obsessed with Spotify. <laughs> like, have you guys heard of this? It's really cool. You can play any song that you want. It's awesome. It really is. Um, no, I found, I did not find, like, I've known about them or anything, but there are two playlists that Spotify has. And, you know, if you click on their mood, you can click on, like, what mood you want, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So they're, they have confidence booster and mood booster. And these two, I, <laughs> I know they sound terrible, but <laughs> they actually are really great. And I've really been listening um, on the way to school for my kids. I get to choose the music. <laughs> and so that is the rule in the car. When they get picked up, they get to choose the music. Uh, okay. But and, on the way. But on the way. Um, and so I've been listening to these two different playlists and they've been a lot of fun and I've really enjoyed them. So give us a song that's on the uh, the confidence booster. On the confidence booster? Yeah. 
Like, I'm a survivor. I'm not going to give up. I'm a survivor. Cheesy confidence booster. It's more to (laughs) They make you feel good. Not like that. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the deal. I've made some pretty good references. We might need to double check, Jacob. They may flag this because the music is so close. It's so close to the original. Yes. I'll probably have to cut it in post. Might have to get some music licensing for this. As long as y'all talk about it and do any sort of analysis on the song, it's fair game. So (laughs) if that's what y'all want to go for here, I think you're good. There we go. There we go. Anyways. Anyways, let us know what you're obsessed with. And hopefully they're better than our obsessions. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, you know, it's all right. This is this is May. This is for May. You know, we're getting into summer. We're going to have a lot more awesome obsessions. Oh, yeah. Like Mexico. We're all going to Mexico. Oh, I'm it's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Anyway, yeah, we'll have some obsession when we get back from Mexico. Probably guacamole. That's usually my obsession. Anyway, let's get into the episode and stop wasting time. You guys are not here to hear about Mexico. You're here to hear about what's trending this month. So I get to kick it off, right? Yes, you do. <laughs> all right. Hey, so uh, TikTok business uh, suite. It's actually a new Uh, basically a new profile that you can do in TikTok. I don't know if it's new, but you can actually switch over to it and create it for your business. So if you're using TikTok for your business, you definitely need to be using the business suite option. Correct, Lauren? Yes. So the business um, account uh, came out last year. And what they've really released is that basically the business suite is basically a content guide. And so you can find this um, kind of in the options. Like if you click the three dots in the corner, you can access the business center. And this will give you a lot of access to some really cool resources. Yeah. I've noticed that TikTok has been really pushing, especially their ad platform, because that's obviously how they make money. And so they're pushing it to where it's like, don't make ads, make TikToks. So it's making games content that'll actually benefit your audience, not just a, here's our product and it's awesome, go buy it. But they're actually really encouraging you to be creative, which I think is fantastic because most of the platforms are just like, upload whatever, we're just going to take your money, specifically Facebook. They're very much like that. And so you have to kind of create your own ad around it. But with TikTok, it's almost like they're giving you the tools to really make something awesome with it. Yeah, absolutely. So we talk a lot about when a platform tells you like, this is what we prioritize. That's what you need to be doing because that's what they're going to fuel or um, give more time to. And so this business center really gives you tips on how to create content um, that's going to be optimized for TikTok, um, as well as it really gives you um, examples of what's trending and so that you can hop on those trends as well as what people are doing in your industry. So if you're, you know, for us, it'd be marketing. We can look at other marketing businesses and see what they're doing as well. Um, so it's a really cool resource. And I don't think a ton of people know about it, to be really honest. No. And just like with any of your other platforms that you have, it'll give you some insights, the best times to post, when to be engaging with your audience as well. But I think Honestly, and we, we, this is our whole mantra is put a face with your brand. Mm -hmm. And so with TikTok, this is a great way to do that. Be able to let people into the world of your business and really give your company a face. And so, um, I have always been a fan of having somebody be kind of the spokesperson, not just making, you know, behind the scenes videos with nobody actually in them, like have somebody talking to camera, make sure you're engaging with, with your followers. Um, that is going to get the best result, I think if you're looking at using TikTok for your business. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we're going to start doing that more. What you talk about is like making a daily TikTok. That's a, yes, that would be awesome. Um. (laughs) Big goal, big goal. But it's also, it's fun too, because you're just kind of putting it out there. Like we talked last month about uh, YouTube shorts. It's Mm -hmm. like, there's a little more like 
kind of crafting with that. Like mm-hmm. YouTube is a place for like good quality content. And so there's a little, there's kind of added pressure with YouTube shorts, but TikTok, there's not. I mean, it's just like, just put stuff out there and have fun with it. That's what the platform is made for. And then you can like gradually get into a, a, a rhythm of actually what your audience is looking for. What's, what's uh, making, <laughs> well, we even our our example, sorry, I'm rambling. Our example, uh, Ava just told me this morning, she was like, our most viewed video is one that we talk about our clients responding just pleasantly and nicely in emails. It's so funny. It's like, Hey, here's your report. And they're like, Hey, great. This is awesome. So it's really nice to be able to actually see that, but it's kind of funny that that's our most viewed video because Ava's done a great job of putting like additional time and effort into like crafting these stories. And some of those are not even, uh, ones that have been viewed a lot. So find out what your audience likes, take advantage of it, obviously, and switch over to a business account, the business suite on TikTok. Yes, absolutely. So just the feature, just so you know, the feature that we talked about can only be accessed if you have a business account. Um, So if you're not seeing it, it's not because you don't have it. It's because you don't have a business account. Yep. Go follow us. Yes, absolutely. Um, Okay. So I'm going to be talking a little bit from an Instagram update that's coming. Um, By the time this episode comes out, you might be able to already do this. Um, It is um, Instagram story draft feature. Um, So it's really exciting. Stories have been very much something that you kind of do in the moment. Um, Mm -hmm. You can obviously create something and then upload it for sure. Um, But saving all of your work, especially if you're adding stickers and all the things and tags and all things you're trying to do, um, you haven't been able to save that. Um, but on Twitter, actually, Instagram announced, which is really random, <laughs> That's pretty um, that uh, Instagram stories will soon get a new option to save unfinished stories, mm. um, which will be really cool. And I think there's going to be a lot of businesses that will be able to use this to actually plan out some content. I know for me, that would be really great to save some stories just to quickly save time. Yeah. And I think I'm hoping I understand that Instagram is really wanting you to create original content that's relevant. It's not as much scheduled as a lot of posts are, but I'm really hoping that they'll give a little bit more um, ease to a user who's trying to plan out some really cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think some of the other platforms have done this too. I mean, talk about TikTok. I mean, there are ways to save drafts on that. So, because obviously the most engaging, I, I, this is really dumb. So my wife and I were watching, we're going through TikTok. She was like, she was like scrolling through mine and she's like, you follow all these like dads. Oh, I'm like, that's the content creators I follow. Like the dad who's always talking he's like, but he's not even a dad, but he talks about like going to the door, like whenever the weather is starting to happen. Right. So, but it's interesting because he films these in different times and different locations and Mm -hmm. saves them as a draft. And so it makes it way more interesting to see him in different spots. And obviously there was no way he could film that in order. Right. And so being able to like create that draft, save it, make sure that you have Mm -hmm. the option to be able to go back and update. Um, I think Instagram is heading down that right path. Mm -hmm. They have to keep up, especially with TikTok. So, oh, yeah. uh, and in your business as well, if you're demoing products or talking about a certain, um, I don't know, one of your pillars that you might need to be able to actually update and add certain things to it. I think it's going to be great for Instagram stories to be able to save that as a draft. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm all about, I really hope in the future that Instagram will allow you to schedule out stories. Oh, and for yes. those of you that are like, oh yeah, I can do it through later give me a break. It's just putting in a push (laughs) notification. Please don't like seamlessly, you know, be able to upload and schedule is what I would love. Um, even a timer feature would be great. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Something. Come on, Instagram. So this draft feature is a step in the right direction for that. Um, so let us know what you feel about this draft feature and if you're going to plan on using it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to jump over to Facebook. Ozuck coming out with some new features. 
Come on. Come oh. on now. Jacob, come on now. Oh you my know. word. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm going to refrain comment here. <laughs> Oh, so uh, Facebook uh, Boombox Project. So Whoa. yes, I'm gonna sk- you know what you I'm, gonna read my- so, I'm gonna read some of the uh, so the proud quote of you here. For reading it. We talked about this ahead of time. Don't judge me on my reading here. So Facebook is building an inline audio player that will allow users to listen to songs or playlists being shared on the platform without being uh, externally linked to Spotify's app or website. So this is one of the things where. Facebook, it's so, it cracks me up. They're like, we want to be transparent. You know, we don't want people wasting time on our platform with being intentional. Also, we don't want you to ever leave and we're going to get, get music embedded into the Facebook app. So you have nowhere else to go. We give you everything here on Facebook. So I think it's going to be a great feature uh, just because obviously it's adding to that experience. You're going to be able to like listen to playlists and have, have a lot more, uh, you know, enjoy the app itself. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I, I do think it's kind of hypocritical just a little bit oh my gosh. just a little bit um but lauren what are your thoughts on on the uh, the facebook boombox project i did not know that was the way that you were gonna take that <laughs> <laughs> i gotta have some controversy there i love facebook but man come on guys so this isn't the first time um if you don't know yeah uh they own instagram too so it's not like it's like a separate thing um and so it's not the first partnership that they have so instagram and spotify are partnered just like you can put in your stories you can search spotify um and so this is just a further partnership for them and what's really cool about it is that i think well yes yes, there's hypocritical parts of it too i want to start it off with that like little jab at them as you read like a third of the quote i did but the podcast feature That's what I wanted to talk about um, is that it's really being able to share um, the, you know, maybe the second part of it would be to share musicians to be able to share their music a lot easier on Facebook as well as podcasters. And I think that's where it comes in for us. I'm really interested to see if they make it just like an attractive player that you can actually play in. Yeah. Facebook would be really cool if they could play like our episode of Rogue Creators. This episode is talking about the boombox feature within the app would be pretty cool. <laughs> Zuckerberg's like, no, you dissed me up from man. You guys <laughs> well, shut down. You're I'm trying canceled. to save it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It'd be really cool if you could add like glitter backgrounds and like have like your top nine friends. Right. And you could have, that was, that was totally a MySpace <laughs> pun for all my old people out there. Yeah. Yes, I knew what you were talking about. It's just <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so I, I do see value in this. I think it's actually going to be really cool, especially like for musicians and anybody who's trying to get artists who are trying to get their work out there. Don't backtrack um, here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, when we talked about originally, the podcasting feature is fantastic. So if you're a business or just an independent podcaster, being able to actually share those episodes. I mean, honestly, yes, having a player up top would be fantastic. And mm-hmm. so um, we don't really know what this looks like yet. So yeah. they have launched it. I think what they say, Mexico, Thailand, um, but in the U S markets, uh, it's supposed to be arriving here pretty soon. So, yeah. So this actually, um, we're kind of recording this, that this article came out yesterday. Um, and so they're saying about to arrive within a week. So probably by the time this episode airs, it'll probably be, out. I have options. So um, yeah, everybody's so, going to be like, yeah, dude, we already know it's already out. Hey, this is really exciting. Um, <laughs> Um, it really could be. And so yeah. I, 
I love Spotify. I think the company has really pushed innovation. Um, I'm totally fine with them partnering up with a social platform to be able to push their product even more so. And for they've just done a great job of being able to share. I love within mm. stories, that's really easy. We love the fact that within podcasts, there's a really great way to like share that particular podcast episode. Yep. Um, and so I'm, I'm all about more it being more integrated and it's really attractive. They yep. seem to roll out a really attractive product. Yeah. So pro tip here, if you're a podcast or a business who has a podcast, make sure that first that you're on Spotify. Um, second, share to your stories that episode. So you can go into the episode itself, mm-hmm. uh, click options to share, and it will give you an option for your Instagram stories. Make mm-hmm. sure you're logged into the account that you um, want to post in ahead of time on Instagram. But make sure you're doing that because they can click right there. We always yeah. put like a little arrow that goes up, yep. says play on Spotify. That's the easiest way to get people to listen to that episode, especially uh, coming from Instagram. So we've always talked about this, like it is hard to grow podcast listenership on any other platform um, if you're doing any kind of advertising, mm-hmm. right? And so we always say, hey, yeah, you can run Facebook ads for your podcast. That's fine. You'll get some subscribes, but most of the time run it within the apps themselves. So mm-hmm. Stitcher Radio, Spotify, something like that. Run your ads there. This is total tangent, but yes, it is. it's it's <laughs> it's one of those things that I think is very important because a lot of times you're trying to build your audience, build your listenership. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to get people off of a platform onto something else. And right. so Instagram has done a great job of doing this with Spotify. And it, this could be a big feature with, um, with Facebook. If, if they're actually able to subscribe on, on Facebook to your podcast, holy moly. That would be really That'd cool. Be fantastic. So anyway, keep your eyes open for that. Could be a big game changer in the podcasting space. And if you're an indie music producer as well. Yeah. I think it's also interesting to note that this is kind of, um, Facebook's also play They're you know, trying to compete with clubhouse and yeah. Zuckerberg, um, was actually quoted saying that he wanted to basically make audio a first clap, first class type of media. Mm. <laughs> so I think it's interesting that they're not just trying to do it one way. They're doing it multiple ways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which they have that, they have the ability to do that. Yes. And so still holding on clubhouse. Don't get acquired. Did you see that they like reached like over a billion in shares now. So crazy. So crazy. Good for you, Clubhouse. Yeah. All right. All right. You get the fun one. Oh, yes. Uh, So mine is not super sexy, but (laughs) (laughs) mine is YouTube has released some new analytics. Okay. And so I I put a hashtag. I was doing this really late last night uh, of make analytics analytics sexy again, because (laughs) (laughs) here's the deal. I know it's not exciting to talk about, but it is really, really important. If you're in the marketing space and you're trying to understand your Mm -hmm. analytics, it's important that you don't ignore them. It's true. By the way, you missed a great JT callback. You could have totally, I mean. I'm not a big JT fan. Anyway, (laughs) we'll reference that in the show notes. (laughs) I said it's going to be May. I referenced NSYNC. You could have bring bring bringing sexy back with Uh, YouTube analytics. I mean, come on, Lord. You just, the door was open right there. I'm a really boring person. <laughs> anyway, all right. This is important because obviously if you're a business, you want to know where your people are falling off, where they're watching, where the what right. they're subscribing to. Right. So yes, keep continue. I'm oh sorry. My gosh. I'm so okay. sorry. I'm so sorry. Anyways, so YouTube has released some analytics that are making it easier for creators to understand where their subscribers are coming from, you know, all the data that they need. And so um they released some couple things that are, I think are really interesting. So one of them is accumulative subs. And you're like, that sounds really great. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. So here's the deal with it. You can look at your subscribers. Say you have 
you're amazing. And you've got like 10,000 subscribers. Great. You cannot look in old YouTube. You could not look at, say, I want to know in 2018, how many subscribers did I have at that point? You couldn't know that data. And so now they've allowed you to basically look back and go, okay, I can actually see my growth patterns and look at my subscriber accounts. And I can actually see that as well as they're now celebrating your milestones. So you kind of get like almost, I don't know if it's like a badge or a celebratory milestone when you hit 50, a hundred, a thousand. And so it kind of gives you like, I don't know. It's kind of a weird trick of the brain incentive almost to like reach those milestones. Um, But I know that we've had to like really do a lot of digging um, on some of our clients uh, data to try to find like, Hey, a year ago, how many subscribers did you have? That's really difficult to find. Um, And now they've made it a lot easier. And so it's just a great way to track your growth. I know it's not again, super sexy, but (laughs) it's what pays the bills. Yeah, especially, especially with uh, us as a company, you know, we have grown um, our clients, YouTube channels, we've grown their mm-hmm. podcast subscribers, we've done their downloads, obviously, but it is nice to be able to actually have a platform. They're paying attention to like, yeah. Hey, this is when you had that hockey stick of growth, right? Um, we're working through building a case study with one of our clients right mm-hmm. now. And so this data is actually super important to be able to see, um, especially when proving, proving, um, you know, work. So yeah. it's pretty awesome. So make sure that if you're a business out there, pay attention to this, go into this, where can they access this? I know that it's in their dashboard, but do you know anywhere specifically? <laughs> Your insights. Your insights. There you go. <laughs> Your insights and analytics. Um, I actually have not opened ours recently yet um, on this, but I am excited to be able to actually see some of the tracking of this. Yeah. Um, so they did release a lot more detailed analytics into just it just goes really dive deep, but uh, I'm not going to bore you with that, but you can find a lot more information on your analytics. So definitely open that up. But one of the other ones is living room impressions. It's what? <laughs> living room oh, impressions. Oh, this is awesome. So I didn't know this ahead of time. Yes. This is great because I actually do want to know this stuff. Yes. I thought you would actually be nice. interested in this. So you're nice. like, what is living room impressions? Um, it means that impressions derive from sources like TV and, oop, you got my other one. I Gaming consoles. <laughs> will start to appear in your channel's analytic count. That's fantastic. Yeah, so you can know oh. if people are actually watching in their living room, they can actually access your YouTube channel. And people have wanted to know how, how many people do that. Yeah. And now, um, so we actually help um, our local church be able to stream every Sunday. And there's a lot of people that do that from their living room, especially in COVID times. And we've always wondered. Who's guess, actually watching? Now we can. Now we can. <laughs> Um, we did see like an uptick, you know, just in all of this long form content and streaming long form that people stay on there a lot longer. Like there's mm-hmm. more consistent feed. So if you are targeting more of the in-home user rather than mobile, mm-hmm. um, that content, again, making sure that it's 1080p because being able to watch something, if it's 720 or even lower resolution than that makes it a bad viewing experience. And so that's one of the things too, is like all of a sudden, if you realize, Hey, 80% of my people are actually watching this on yep. a TV, you might need to up your production quality that they would probably appreciate that. Yeah. So those are just, that's fantastic analytics on that. I did yeah. not know Isn't that. Isn't that exciting? Thanks Lauren. That's yeah, great. Yeah. Also, this is just a fun (laughs) rumor, um, but uh, YouTube is also expanding an experiment that detects products in a creator's content. Oh. So if there's things around, it can give you related stuff to that, which I think is kind of interesting. It's also a little creepy, but, um, (laughs) you know, it's just kind of another way to kind of customize your channel and it's recommended, you know, content toward you, which, you know, to some people who might be more on the paranoid side that might be a little scary but i think also for me it's a more customized experience absolutely yeah. uh, and especially with the buying experience we talk about social selling quite mm-hmm. a bit um that is one of those things i think is going to be very important if they can recognize products in your in your in your content man they can get it in front of the right people so right 
Right. That was good, Lauren. Yeah, guys, analytics can be exciting. <laughs> and sexy. And kind sexy. Of. <laughs> kind of. We'll get there. We'll get there. All right. Last thing. I'm super pumped about this. I know one. you are. Yes. It's always the last one. I want to make sure that's like go out with a bang, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, LinkedIn for all my LinkedIn nerds out there. People are like, oh, what is it? Oh, LinkedIn. Okay. No, no LinkedIn <laughs> is super exciting. I'm going to keep pushing this. Uh, I got to, I got the update yeah. for creator mode and I immediately switched over and I realized I didn't, I didn't even, I, I, again, this past year is really the time that I've kind of upped my LinkedIn presence. Right. And I didn't realize like I have over 1200 followers, which is interesting because I switched my <laughs> brag. <laughs> Just a humble say, brag. Just, I, just I didn't even realize my followers. I didn't realize how popular I you've, was. You've only got 1,200. <laughs> so 2011. Oh um, no. So yeah, with that though, I didn't, I had no idea. Right. And so one of our clients for the record, he has like over 5,000. So I'm not saying that I'm anything. Oh my gosh, move on. <laughs> But anyway, when you go to creator mode, you have the option. I had changed this a while back to where it's rather than connect. So if you go in there, you have to send somebody a connect request. They have to approve it, all that. You can actually just have a follow button. So people can just follow you and actually see your content and stuff without going through the process of actually connecting with you. Oh, that's nice. Which is really nice. But when you go into creator mode, it automatically puts it into that. And something I've had a beef with LinkedIn for a long time is you can't find people's recent like activity. Like, oh, I know that guy posted something. I was trying to find it. You have to go on their profile. Then it tells you, oh, such and such looked at your profile. Then you got to go to their activity. You have to dig through all this. It's super complicated. It is. And so they're trying to be more of a content friendly platform, which they should be. And especially if you're a B2B brand, you need to be doing way more content when it comes to LinkedIn. And so now here is an option to be able to actually get you uh, your your recent activity is up top. Your featured stuff is up top. You change it to a, a follow profile. Uh, and gives you a little more analytics and a little more tools to uh, to be able to actually create engaging content. Yeah, I've got a quote to summarize oh, what Brian you just do. said. Oh, goodness. Maybe we should have started <laughs> with that. Sorry. Uh, I'll start in the middle so we don't have to go through the whole thing. If you have over 1,200 followers. Which is one of my favorite words, a gaggle. A gaggle. Okay. One of a gaggle of new features, creator mode alters the presentation of profiles to emphasize the topics that users discuss most on the platform. Once creator mode is selected, a user can post hashtags on their interests, which will appear underneath their job title atop the profile. In essence, creator mode moves up the activity and featured sections, which highlight posts and links that a user shares. So they're displayed before the bio box is called about. Okay. Let's just, that was a fantastic quote. What is your deal? What? <laughs> Does, do we know anybody who's not like old and white that uses the word gaggle? Can't say gaggle. <laughs> we get to put that on our it's band to phrases. Describe geese. <laughs> Doesn't that didn't help the situation at all? That is very true. If you use the word gaggle, please let us know in what context you're, you're acting using like it. LinkedIn is like some hip platform. I've, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to make LinkedIn sexy. I'm just saying we got some bold colors on LinkedIn. Bold colors are pink. It's out there. Oh, like, I thought you, you meant never, their navy was a bold color. No, we are trying to help LinkedIn bring right, some I'm coolness so sorry. to it. Creator mode. Anyway, creator mode is awesome. Uh, and so I'm really excited about that, actually. Uh, I think it's going to be, again, 
if you get in on the ground floor with this, mm-hmm. I think you're going to be able to get your content out there. They're really pushing this. Like what we talk about all the time of a platform saying, hey, this is a new feature. Jump on that feature super quick because it's going to be uh, it's going to only going to help your brand. So the second piece of this, though, the video yes. cover story. I could not figure this out. Oh, and no. maybe I don't have access. <laughs> I'm I, embarrassing for you. <laughs> Wow. Full circle. Man, you see. Hey, hopefully people out there can appreciate my 1,200 followers. If you're one of my 1,200 followers. Oh, my gosh. Please let me know. I would love to to, uh, engage with you. Maybe that's why. Maybe I'm not cool enough. They're like, you know what? Your colors are too bold. You don't have enough followers. That's it. it. You can't get this video cover story. But it is a really cool thing if I could ever actually have it. So I'm going to read the quote here for you, Lauren. Sounds great. Does it have gaggle in it? I hope not. (laughs) The company is bringing more video into people's profiles with the launch of video cover stories, short videos that people can can make talking about themselves to live on their home pages and more people to feel more connected that's uh, anyway, um, <laughs> they're depicted on LinkedIn it is also adding a pronoun feature. So for the record, the pronoun feature, I think is actually really great because there are some people out there that is like, Hey, this actually identifies with who they are. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a great option. Second with this video cover, again, if we can figure this out, it's going to be awesome. And I'm just going to keep pushing. So by the time this episode launches, I'm going to make sure I have a video cover story. So let me make sure I understand this. So instead of like you having to go down and read about their bio, it's basically you can click on their profile picture and it's them talking about who they are. Yes. It's so cool. That's so cool. It's such a creative way to do that. Yeah, absolutely. They already had the how to pronounce my na- my name on there as an audio. So if somebody has a, a you know, interesting. Brian. 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 <laughs> Thank you, guys. This is terrible. Hopefully my friends out there, somebody out there has got to show me some love. We'll link your 1,200 followers and one of them will reach out. Don't worry. <laughs> this is terrible. I was so excited about LinkedIn. You guys ruined it. No, okay. I think the, I think the video cover is really cool, is cool. And we're going to figure it out. And we help you will. <laughs> um, so anyway, make sure if you guys have this option uh, for the video cover feature and it, or if you've recently converted over the creator mode, let us know and uh, tell us know, tell us about all the features that you're seeing or what you're using it for, because I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of people out there that are taking advantage of this mm-hmm. and doing really cool things with it. And so you're just trying to get more followers. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you go follow. Actually, I did change my URL. Yeah, it's LinkedIn.com slash Fitten. I just grabbed Fitten. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Easy. Should have done LinkedIn.com slash Big X. <laughs> You guys Even don't already better. know I have a terrible nickname. But anyway, enough about that. Yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's all that we have. That's all that we have. Here we go, guys. Let us know exactly what you are into. If this helps you out, if there's interesting topics that you want us to cover mm-hmm. on our In the Know episodes. These are obviously so much fun for us. Yeah. We want to make sure that you're getting that value as well. So, uh, yeah, everything, that, all the stuff that we talked about will be over at rogecreators.club. Make sure you guys check that out. Join our Facebook group. See all the LinkedIn or all the LinkedIn updates. I'll make sure to be posting those. Yeah. Nobody else will. I will though. And you can find them there. So until next time. Thanks. Are we ready for rapid fire, Lauren? I think so. Is your mic turned? I you keep, keep turning it. I'm so sorry. Uh, okay. Rapid fire, Lauren. I don't have the question. So you keep looking at me. Rapid fire, Jacob. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> ever, ever since uh, 
I don't know. Ever ever since lately, I've just been so stoked on rapid fire. <laughs> That's so good, man. Hey, can people see you? Can we have that option? We don't video rapid fire anyways. Oh, we don't. But, I mean, if we did. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to this thing. Question number one. Who is your favorite Disney hero or heroine? Go, Lauren. Probably Mulan. Okay, okay. I like that, you know, she's like a strong, independent woman. Yeah. So, um, not a huge fan of the live action Mulan, but. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I like the animated Mulan I grew up with. So. <laughs> it is pretty good. Yeah. We haven't seen the live action one yet. I want to. Oh, you haven't? No. Okay. Me too. Uh, man. The only one I could think of was Gaston, but he's what? the villain. <laughs> He's not the hero at all. You're like, I want to be like Gaston. He's 12 dozen eggs. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Seriously? I know this is really bad. I don't want to. You have tons of children. Aladdin was always like my own personal favorite. Oh, let's go with Aladdin. That's fun. It's super boring. I was trying to think of one that was like very interesting. Yeah. But there was like the aristocrats. 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 No, I was trying to think of Thomas O'Malley. He was like. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I was going deep. I was like, how can oh I like figure out like what, the Fox and the Hound? Who was Yeah, I, I love Todd. <laughs> Todd! Todd from man. Fox and the Hound. Yeah. It's the most depressing movie. It really is. It's so really sad. sad. All right, question number two. <laughs> what movie do you think everyone must watch? Ooh. I know. You would think I would prepare myself too. Wait, did you come up with these yeah. and you didn't prepare? <laughs> Okay, so, man, I don't know. Uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey is one of my favorites, oh my like, cinematic-wise. Oh, my God. Come on, my people out there who are my, my movie and film lovers. Oh. Uh, second one, Matrix, was, like, kind of groundbreaking. 1999, that was one of those of, like, a phenomenal just story and movie and all the things. So, those are those are obscure. Those are not obscure. Well, I'm just saying, like. <laughs> the Matrix, oh so obscure. <laughs> Dude, heard of it. This is, we're going to title this episode the Bash on Brian episode. I've got this so, movie you've never heard of. It's called Mission Impossible. <laughs> this is guy, Tom Hanks. I mean, uh, Tom somebody, right? He's phenomenal. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so actually mine is The Matrix. What? Yes. Uh, there are so many films that call back to that film. Yes. It's actually one of Taylor. It's he go for an hour. Yeah. Well, but, we have before, actually. Yes. Uh, I will have to agree with him. There are so many films, especially action films, that have built off of what yep. The Matrix started. Yep. And they are the OG of all of mm. that. Um, and so I will say, but I don't think it's obscure. <laughs> I was just saying, like. And Space Odyssey is boring. It's so intriguing. You know, my sci fi film teacher said, I will not put you through that. Whoa. (laughs) That is one film that you can watch right now and it feel relevant with its actual like technology and everything else. That's what's crazy about it. It's in like 1967. Get some coffee, guys. It is super trippy or get really high and watch it. I've never done that. Oh never gosh, high. I'm just saying like back in Check the 60s. Now. Um, so anyway, I'm, you didn't say like Citizen Kane. Oh, that's so boring, too. But that's a phenomenal movie to go back to. No, I, if, if that's your in, favorite movie. I didn't say that was my lying. favorite movie. It's not my favorite movie, but it's a phenomenal movie. But I'm so glad we agree on The Matrix. That was really yeah, good. Yeah, absolutely. Was really good. All right. Go out and watch The Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> We're out. Houston, uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed.